Welcome to And Let's Be Heard for Monday, June 26th, 2023. I'm Mike Chapoli. All right, here we are. Beginning of a new week. It's a new week. And uh, the stories are the same old story. <laughs> I wish I could bring you new stories. But um, it looks like right now we're stuck in this cycle of news about Ukraine, Russia, and uh, who else? Hunter Biden. Ukraine, Russia, Hunter Biden. So we'll talk about Ukraine, Russia a little bit today. And we'll talk about Hunter Biden a little bit today. And we're going to talk about Tony Fauci, my favorite elf to chuck across the Potomac. When it comes to elf chucking, I love Fauci the most. I love chucking elves like Fauci across the Potomac. And hopefully, hopefully, he doesn't make it all the way. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it. I was just talking to my... Um, uh, security guard who works in the, uh, in the building. And he, uh, I forgot what he said. He was talking about, uh, like, uh, jobs for, uh, immigrants, you know, the way they take jobs away from Americans. And I said, well, yeah, in a way, but they don't really take the jobs that the Americans want. You know, they really don't, don't take jobs that uh, that Americans want. And he said, well, I don't know. There are a lot of poor Americans in this country. So they would think they'd want jobs like that. And I said, look, my <clears throat> my grandfather owned Italian restaurants in Brooklyn, okay? And the people who did like the cleaning up, you know, the kitchen work, even making like salads uh, were all Mexicans. I don't, I assume some of them were illegal. I don't know if all of them were. I don't know what percentage. I, my assumption is, I'm just assuming this, that some of them at least were not legal. Um, and not only do they do jobs that Americans don't do, but they do them better. They don't complain. This is why my grandfather liked having these people working there, the Mexicans working. He always said that they work fucking hard. Now, he didn't take advantage of them. I'm sure some people do. Remember, if you're not legal, if you're not legal, the laws when it comes to, you know, how workers are treated don't apply. But you also don't have to pay taxes. All the money's under the table. But as far as laws go and unions go, forget it, right? But he treated them well because they worked hard. They never complained. They didn't say, oh, uh, I have a cold today. I can't come in. Oh, I have to do something tomorrow. I have to take off. I'm taking the next two weeks off to take a vacation. Oh, I'm working too many hours. I can't deal with it. They never did. They never complained. They worked very, very hard. They worked harder than, let's say, a typical American would in that kind of job, especially a kid. Let's think of maybe other – if it wasn't for these Mexicans taking these jobs, maybe it would be young kids, right, 18, 19, 20-year-old kids. Think of your average 18, 19, 20-year-old American, any race, especially white, but any race really, how spoiled they are, Right. They don't want to work. They complain all the time. Oh, you! I can't work more than eight hours. I can't work nine hours. Oh, the restaurant's opening up an hour later. No, I have to leave. They don't. You don't hear that from the American, from the Mexicans. They didn't complain. They worked hard and they were very appreciative 
of having that job. So that's another reason why a lot of businesses hire Mexicans or illegals because or the ones who come here and they become citizens, they, they hire them because they work hard and they don't complain. And yes, in general, they do take the jobs Americans don't want. It's in general. Yes, I'm sure there are some Americans who are desperate for a job, would take anything. But for the most part, these people know these are the jobs they're going to get and they're happy with it and they work their asses off and they're great and they're honest and all that stuff. So that's a big reason. Why'd I get into this? I don't know. Was that immigration, right? Because Ron DeSantis was talking about if he won, he would really crack down on illegal immigration, which is important. But I'm telling you the reality behind why a lot of business owners, especially in the restaurant business, hire uh, either Mexican workers who are naturalized or illegal because they take the jobs and they work their asses off. And they're incredibly loyal. That's why. And this is just reality of the situation. You could say all you want. Oh, well, no, the Americans want the jobs. And, you know, no, you shouldn't take advantage of people. And, and they really don't. I don't think most businesses take advantage of people. But they would prefer them. I would. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you prefer someone who works hard and doesn't complain? Right? Doesn't call in last minute and say, I can't make it. Doesn't take a break every 10 minutes. You know, these, of course you would. If you're a business owner, you would want that because it helps your business. It helps your business run, right? So that's the case there. And I, I just think that, you know, we were also talking about, I talked to my, uh, my security doorman a lot about a lot of different things. And we were talking about Hunter Biden and taxes. Cause, oh, because I had mentioned that, you know, the legals don't, pay taxes. So they get paid under the table, right? And he was talking about just taxes, tax evasion, and how the law doesn't go after the wealthiest people. It goes after regular people, right? They want to, remember, they hired the Democrats, Biden administration, they wanted all these IRS agents. And what are they going to do is go after the little guy. They're not going to go after the big guy because they can't get money from the big guy. Look at Hunter Biden. So as far as we know, and there's more, I'm sure, it's about a million and a half dollars, right, that he wasn't paying taxes on. And that's supposedly a misdemeanor. How is that a misdemeanor? If most people don't pay taxes on $100,000, they'll go to jail. If they get, if, if most people don't pay their money purposely and give a big fuck you to the IRS and they're making six figures, they're going to get jail time. It's not a misdemeanor. A million and a half dollars. And this is what I was talking to my friend, the security guard, about how they'll come after regular people. And then you have Joe Biden, who in one side of his mouth says, hey, millionaires need to pay their taxes, Jack. Millionaires need to pay their taxes, Jack. And his son's a millionaire who doesn't pay their taxes. And this is exactly what people hate about wealthy people, about politicians, about wealthy politicians who get away with bloody murder, things that you and I could never, ever get away from. There are people who make sixty, seventy thousand dollars, and they're regularly audited by the IRS. Sixty, seventy grand. This son of a bitch makes a million and a half dollars, doesn't pay taxes on it. On top of that, goes and buys a gun. Doesn't say that he's a fucking drug addict. Doesn't say that he's a low life drug addict. Lies about that because he knows if he told the truth about his drug addiction, he wouldn't get the gun. He gets the gun. 
There are photos of him. You've seen the cover of the New York Post. The photos of him walking around naked with the gun at his side, holding the gun in his hand. So this is more hypocrisy. Next time Democrats talk about gun control, show them that photo of Hunter Biden walking around naked with a gun he shouldn't have, right? Aren't these Democrats always talking about more gun laws, more gun laws? Yet the gun laws we have, they get away with breaking, but they tell us we can't have a gun. So this is the same thing that's in line with the taxes. They don't got to pay their taxes. They can have a gun if they're a drug addict. They can walk around naked with a gun at their side, but we can't have guns. Okay. Goffbit, we should have guns. Goffbit, we don't pay $10 on our taxes. By mistake, we pay 10, we're 10 bucks short. They come after you. They come after you. For 10 bucks, the IRS will come after you for 10 bucks. Not going to put you in jail for 10 bucks, but they're going to want their 10 bucks from you. So when the Democrats continue to talk about this stuff, oh, the wealthy don't pay their taxes, we need more gun laws, we know how full of shit they are. Just show them whether it's taxes or for the wealthy or, or, or gun laws. Show them Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden, Democrat, son of Democrat Senator son of Democrat vice president, son of Democrat president. Show them that and tell them a bafangul, a bafangul. That's what you need to tell them. These hypocrites, these scumbags. Yeah, I don't talk to my son about my, Look, whether Hunter Biden wrote that letter, that little text saying, I'm sitting here with my father and we're going to, you know, all hell's going to break loose. We're going to get our people to to, to kill you, whatever we're going to do to you. We're going to destroy you if we don't get what we want tonight. Whether he, that was a real thing, whether Biden was sitting next to him or not, doesn't really matter that much, does it? It doesn't matter that much. And if he was a drug, if he was on drugs... And he was just writing this because he's thinking, you know, I'm a big shot and I can mention my father and it's going to scare people. And that's possible. Joe needs to come out and say, well, my son is a crackhead. And he wrote that under his addiction. He's a crackhead. My son, the crackhead, wrote that while he was doing meth and crack. And that's why he wrote that. I wasn't actually there or I was there. He was perfectly sober. So either way, it's not. It's like it's a win. The Democrats are like, "Whoa! If his son's on crack, he's on drugs. Oh, it's okay. We can excuse that." So here's a, <laughs> Democrats never get tired of being hypocrites. Democrats never. You would think you get tired of being a hypocrite. You get tired of being called out for hypocrisy. They never get tired of it. So if that were Don Trump Jr., if that were Eric Trump. And he wrote that with the Democrats and he wrote that and it was because they were on drugs. They lied. Their father, Donald, wasn't there. You think Democrats, would they just accept that? Oh, the poor kid. Oh, Don Trump Jr. Eric. Oh, they're drug addicts. Oh, no, drug addiction. That's a disease. Yeah, I'm sure Democrats would be saying that. I'm sure. I'm absolutely sure. Can you sense the sarcasm? But they never seem to get tired of being blatant hypocrites. And I've talked about this a million times before. They don't get tired of being blatant hypocrites because the news media, because 90% of the news media will never call them out on their hypocrisy. Now, I'm not saying Republicans aren't sometimes hypocritical. 
or wouldn't try to get away with some of the same things, but they can't. You see, they can't because they have something very important. It's called checks and balance in the media. And the media would be on them in a second, right? 90% of the media, the same media that allows Joe Biden to get away with hypocrisy would never let Donald Trump and the Republicans get away with hypocrisy. So since they can't get away with it, it's like when a child can't get away with something, then they're not, not going to do it. But the Democrats, the Democratic child, they can get away with it because their parents, the media, will never call them on it, will never punish them for it, will never ask them about it, will never tell them, let's sit in the room and talk about this. No, they're not going to. They're not going to talk about it. They're just going to let it go when it's just the obvious question. The obvious question is, what if Don Trump did this? What if Don Trump Jr. did this? What if Eric Trump did this? What if Trump was implicated in this kind of business with his sons? Hmm? What if what if Eric Trump didn't pay taxes on a million and a half dollars? Huh? What if Don Trump Jr. was caught with an illegal gun because he lied on a form and there's a photo of him naked with a gun at his side? What would that Joe? What would happen then, Joe? They won't ask the question. So they get away with it. This is why they can be hypocrites. The, the, the media never calls them out on it. Never. So those are things that are happening, right? This is it. This is, this is the post headline. Hunter gets away with this. And it shows him the photo. He's obviously butt naked ugh, with a gun in his hand at his side. Okay. Hunter gets away with this only slap on wrist for gun and tax cases. Both of those cases, by the way, not paying taxes on a million and a half, lying on a form to get a gun. Most people would go to jail for both of those things. Most people would go to jail for both of those things. But not Hunter Biden, right? Because there's that leeway where, where most people would go to jail, even though there's the leeway not to put people, obviously, right? There's the leeway not to put people in jail, to not make it a felony, to make it a misdemeanor. But for most people, they're not going to do that. They're not going to do that favor of making not paying taxes on a million and a half and lying on a gun form. They're not going to make it a slap on their wrist for most people. But for Hunter Biden, the president's son, they'll do that because they don't want to make the president look bad, especially when he's running for reelection, which would help. Ron DeSantis slash Donald Trump, right? So it's this hypocrisy that helps Trump in a primary. I don't like that, right? Because I watch Fox News and they keep on saying the American people are tired of this hypocrisy. I don't agree. Republicans are tired of the liberal hypocrisy, the Democrat hypocrisy, what they get away with. Absolutely. 100%. I'm tired of it. Republicans, but the general public will excuse it if it hurts Donald Trump. The general public, including independent, they keep on saying something on Fox News that's not true, that independents don't like this double standard. Yes, in general, but not when it comes to Donald Trump, because independents hate Donald Trump. He polls very poorly with independents. So what they don't seem to get on Fox News, although I think they get it, but they're so far up Trump's ass, they don't care. And I'll talk more about that shortly also with the new lineup at Fox. But what they don't seem to want to talk about is how independents in a general election are going to vote for Joe Biden because it's they're going to vote against Donald Trump, 
None of this matters. So in a Republican primary, this keeps on giving all these hypocritical things that happen, the unfair law enforcement, the unequal justice, that gives Trump a boost in the primary. I think that's why the Democrats are doing it. They want Trump to win the primary. I've talked about this a million times, but they keep on doing things that help him in a primary, but would hurt him in a general. Okay. And so the disingenuous stuff on Fox News and among Trump supporters is that in the general election, the general electorate, including independents, are tired of this kind of hypocrisy and therefore will vote for Trump. That's not true. It's not true. They believe that if it's done to hurt Trump, it's okay. Just that. They'll allow the hypocrisy if it hurts Trump. No one else but Trump. So this is more to my idea of this is all done to help Donald Trump. The left is doing this to help Trump win the primary because they know he'll be destroyed next November and November 24. So this is a real and I talked about this months ago. This is a real force that Ron DeSantis has to deal with a real force in a way here. You see, you have a very odd marriage of the left media and the Trumpers, right? They're kind of married here in helping Trump win the primary, okay? So the left media and the Democrats are helping the Trumpers win their primary. So they're basically friends in this game against DeSantis. And then they know, of course, they will part ways after Trump wins the primary, God forbid, and uh, goes to the general election. And then they'll see. And then they'll say, then they'll complain that it was rigged or that, uh, you know, people don't care about Democrat hypocrisy. And so they do. And generally they care about hypocrisy, but not when it hurts Trump. When it hurts Trump, morally, they believe the hypocrisy is okay. If it hurts Trump, it's fine to do things you don't usually do. That's what Fox News and the people at Fox News who are Trumpers, which are 80% of them, don't want to talk about. They don't want to talk about. Remember, this is important to remember, folks. If Trump wins the primary and Biden wins again, the people on Fox don't get hurt. Biden won three years ago, right? Did they did it make any less money? Does Sean Hannity make any less money? Does Pete Hegseth make any less money? Does Jesse Waters make any less money? No. So remember, you and I get it up the ass. They don't get hurt. They'll just talk about how awful Biden is or Kamala. For another four years and it'll help their ratings so understand that so now at fox news bill i'll get to you in a second and, and, and anyone else that wants to call um at fox news they've done this rearrangement they fired tucker and now they've been kind of putting people in his spot and now jesse waters very predictably everyone knew it was going to be jesse waters is taking over the uh the spot uh and they're rearranging things around a little bit but what they've done is they've put a big Trumper in Jesse Waters in a not non-Trumper Tucker Carlson spot, right? Tucker Carlson wasn't a big Trumper. Jesse Waters is a huge Trumper. So this is what I've talked about before. When they fired Tucker Carlson, they lost about 30% of their audience, 40% of their audience, right? They know the remaining audience is mostly Trump supporters. They don't want to lose that. They can't afford to do that. And if they're not, if, if they're fair, Forget about being unfair. If they're fair and give Ron DeSantis a fair amount of time and cover the primary in a fair way without taking a side, they'll lose all those Trump supporters. Because remember, just like Trump, 
his crazy cult believes. If you don't, if you're not pro Trump 100% of the time, you're a phony and you're a rhino and, uh, you're not to be associated with. So they know that. They know if they don't suck Trump's, you know what, for the next year, they're going to lose the other 70% of their audience. So that's why they've put Jesse Waters in that primetime spot. Cause now Trump is going to get primetime coverage five days a week. It'll be all pro Trump for the primaries. So this is once again, an incredible force that Ron DeSantis is up against an incredible force. You got the Democrats against him because they're much more afraid of him than Trump because he'll beat Biden. Trump won't. And you have all these Trumpers on Fox news and in the media, the right wing media who love Trump, who were in the cult of Trump. So this is an incredible force. This is a tough job for DeSantis. I, I still believe that he'll do it. And I don't think it'll be close in the end. But it's a, it's a big force, right? He's got a lot against him from day one lined up here in the media. Um, and so this is why I can't watch Fox anymore, really. Every time I try to watch Fox and give it another shot, it's all the same pro-Trump bile, okay? Did you see the speech he just gave a couple of days ago where he was like freaking out? He, he was looking like the fucking lunatic. They don't cover that, Fox. They'll show the part where he talks calmly about something, but they won't show all those clips of him totally freaking out, looking like a total fucking maniac. That they won't talk about. And they will only cover Trump in a positive way. They don't talk about all the negatives, the indictments, everything hanging over his head, the way he won't even be able to campaign because he's going to be in court and all this nonsense and his, his, his freaking out, the ridiculous things he says, going after friends like Kelly McEnany because she misquoted a poll by a couple of points, freaking out on stage like a lunatic. They won't cover any of this stuff. They're as bad as the left-wing media. They won't cover Biden's when Biden falls or he can't talk. He doesn't know where he is. The liberal media won't show that stuff. So CNN, MSNBC, they eliminate any of the negative stuff about Joe Biden, just the way Fox News eliminates any of the negative stuff about Donald Trump. But if there's a negative story out there about DeSantis, they put it front and center. You know, they like to create these questions that don't really exist, these fake questions around Ron DeSantis, right? Uh, Don Trump Jr. Uh, put out a tweet today saying, oh, uh, Tony Montana, that's who, that's what I call the mayor of Florida, Miami. I forgot, I don't know his real name, Suarez. I call him Tony Montana. The mayor of Miami, who is now running for president, ridiculously, laughably, uh, says Ron DeSantis has no personality. And Don Trump Jr. quotes this. And I said, well, first of all, only a moron would think that mattered when it came to president of the United States. And secondly, so you're saying like belligerent asshole is better. So the personality of a belligerent, insane asshole, Trump's no personality. Is that what, is that what Don Trump Jr. is trying to say? Look, I defend, look, I, just like I did a few months ago, I defend the hypocrisy around Biden's sons and Trump's sons. But Don Trump Jr. is an idiot. He's a moron. Once again, nobody can attack DeSantis's policies because his policies are winning policies. They're winning policies, I'm sorry, with conservatives. They're not winning policies with liberals. They should be, but they're not. But they're winning policies with conservatives. And they're winning policies with a lot of independents. And I should say, you know what? There are probably some liberals in Florida 
who like him because he won by a million and a half votes. And it's hard to win by 20 points in Florida if you're not getting independents and even some Democrats. But they can't attack him on his policies because they're so popular with so many people across a broad spectrum. So they say stupid things like, oh, he's got no personality. Uh, I shook his hand and it was a weak handshake. These people are not fucking serious people. Tony Montana is not serious in Miami. He's not. And remember, anytime you see these bullshit stories about Ron DeSantis, it should make you feel good, even though it's bullshit. And I like to shit on bullshit. It's it should make you feel good because in a way it shows you how afraid of him they are. They have to make stuff up. They have to make stuff up. That's all they do. So it is a big fight for Ron. He's got a lot. He's got to fight the media. He's got to fight the right wing media. He's got to fight the left wing media. He's got to fight this bullshit on Twitter and social media. And the only way to do that is to do exactly what he's been doing, which is just campaign. Get out there to Iowa and New Hampshire and South Carolina, Nevada, the first four states, and just campaign your ass off. Meet people. Meet people. And then those people will say, wait a minute. I met this guy. He was a great guy. A nice firm handshake. He was cool. He spoke to me. Looked in my eye. What are they talking about? That's what Ron DeSantis is doing. He's going around proving what utter bullshit these ridiculous arguments are about him by simply going to places like Iowa, New Hampshire, and South Carolina and meeting people. And then these people will see this crap on the news and they'll say, oh, that's total bullshit. That's the way to do it. Him going on networks and trying to fight this the way I am right here is not going to work. He's got to get out there and he's got to meet people and, and prove to them what kind of person he is. And that's what he's doing. But it's a it's a big fight when it comes to media, right? Republicans in general are behind the eight ball, right? Because they have 90% of the media against them. But DeSantis probably has 98% of the media against him because it's the 90% liberal media and it's probably eight out of, you know, 10 uh, people at Fox who, uh, who are pro-Trump, right? And Fox keeps on showing. I, I, could, I could turn on Fox today. And they'll show a national poll. They know national polls are bullshit, but they'll show it anyway. Cause right. And they show the same poll that shows Trump up by like 25, 30 points. The same poll. It's the same fucking poll. And they'll show it today and they'll show it a week from now and they'll show it a month from now. And they never talk. First of all, all the polls you see are bullshit. They're bullshit, but they'll never say that these are national polls when the primary is a state by state primary. It makes no sense. Just like national polls don't make any sense in a general election because we have electoral college, right? National polls would make a lot of sense if we had no electoral college. But with the electoral college and the primaries, it being a state-by-state caucus and primary, national polls don't make a difference at all. Trump could be up by 40 points in Texas, 35 points in California. What does that matter? That will skew a national poll. But the only polls that matter when they begin to matter months from now is Iowa, New Hampshire, Nevada, and South Carolina. And those polls, if you want early polls, show a very tight race and DeSantis gaining daily. Fox won't show those polls. So they'll show that same ridiculous national poll that they've been showing for months, for months, and pretend that means something. And this is, you know, just a way to form a narrative that Trump is invincible.
And they keep on saying the same thing with every indictment, with every hypocrisy, like Hunter Biden, Trump gains and he gains and he gains and he gains. But they won't talk about how with all of this stuff in a general election, he loses and he loses and he loses and he loses. And I've seen some polls that Fox won't show that show Biden four or five points up. Should Biden be four or five points up on anybody? But he's four or five points up on Trump now, just like he was in 2020. And we saw what happened in 2020. So these are just some things I'm throwing out there. There's also a Fauci thing. And uh, this is I'll mention this and then I'll go to the calls. This is you have to be sitting down. If you haven't heard this, you have to be sitting down. Fauci to join Georgetown faculty as distinguished This is out of Georgetown University, by the way, as distinguished university professor. Remember, this is written by the university that just hired him. So don't throw up. After dedicating 54 years of his life to public service, Dr. Anthony Fauci has chosen Georgetown University to play a major role in the next phase of his career. I thought the next phase might be death. Should it be? How old is this guy? 82? What what next phase? Who has a next? What normal per everyday person has the next phase in their career at 82 years old? Who? Who? What phase? He's going to get a check from Georgetown University. Who wants to learn from 82-year-old? Forget, forget that it's Fauci. He's 82. What is this nonsense? The next phase of your career at 82? Bring back. Well, we never had it. Let's have mandatory retirement. You can't work anymore at 82. Why is this guy, a multimillionaire, need to work at 82? (sighs) Starting July 1st, Fauci will serve as a distinguished university professor in the School of Medicine's Department of Medicine in the Division of Infectious Diseases, an academic division that provides clinical care, conducts research, and trains future physicians. And if you imagine this, in infectious disease, he'll also hold an additional appointment. Oh, one's not enough. Two, two appointments in the university's McCourt School of Public Policy. We are deeply honored to welcome the great Tony Fauci, a dedicated public service humanitarian. Can you believe this stuff? This is why universities are garbage. This is why the whole university system needs to be flushed down the fucking toilet. It's all about indoctrination. It's indoctrination. That's all it is. It's indoctrination into the illiberal world, the illiberal narrative, the illiberal mindset. That's what they want. They want to indoctrinate people. I don't mind. You know, first of all, like I say, 82, he shouldn't be doing anything. But let's say he wants to teach a course on big pharma whoring. How to be a big, big pharma whore 101. I'd be all for it. If you want to learn, if you're in, if you're in school, and you want to learn how to be a big pharma whore, just like Hotech and Fauci, why not learn from the best? I have, I, I have no qualms with this. Fauci, Hotech, those kinds of people are great big pharma whores. Their whole lives they've been big pharma whores. So they should teach a course about how you could be a big pharma whore in life. I wouldn't have any problem with that, I swear. But to teach future generations about infectious diseases and how to handle infectious diseases after what we just saw for the last three years and forget Fauci for Fauci is the last four decades going back to AIDS shows the university system is shit. Absolute shit. No one should go to university. No one should go to university. No one should give these universities one fucking dime. 
because they're garbage. The degrees that you get from them are garbage. You learn nothing. You learn about political narratives. You learn how to be political activists. You learn how to be indoctrinated into the liberal, immoral, unethical world. That's what they do. And they're not honest about it. Like I said, just be honest about it. What can we call it? Big Pharma Whoring 101. Is that good? Pharma Whore 101. And you can have 202, 3, you know, all the different levels. Then be honest about it. But they're not being honest about it. After what Fauci has done over the last three years and his entire career, this is absolutely grotesque. Absolutely grotesque. Oh, Daniel. <laughs> Sorry, Bill. How's it going? Yo, Mike. Hey. Well, you covered a lot there. Um, well, yeah, are we gonna go, are you going to take the course in Georgetown to learn from Fauci about infectious diseases? You know, it's so insulting to the American public to, but this is the university system. In fact, Fauci was supposed to be the keynote speaker at Yale uh, University uh, mm -hmm. graduation. Mm -hmm. that, that, I think yep. that may have happened already. You know, that's yep. right. Yeah. And I, I don't know what to say other than it's just a blatant uh, ignoring of everything that we just experienced the last three years. I mean, we know that Pfizer, as it came out, uh, eventually in front of the European Union, uh, never even tested to see if the vaccine stopped transmission because they're moving at the speed of science, whatever the hell that word salad means, you know. Uh, clearly, it didn't increase the antibodies in the mucous membranes, only in the blood, so it couldn't stop a aerosol virus uh so it didn't stop transmission it didn't stop you from getting sick it didn't you know uh arguable uh whether it helped anybody in any age cohort when you consider the uh potential side effects i mean i that's another thing that we're not getting the whole picture on yet well but, there's also um, a couple of stories um that i wanted to talk about in line sure. with what you're talking about uh here Pro bet? Did you see this? A pro basketball player just died. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. this is a, a guy who claimed Oscar Cabrera Adames. Uh, he's a Dominican uh, basketball player, and he once claimed that the COVID nineteen vaccine caused him to develop myocarditis, yeah. which is a rare heart condition. And he died. Listen to this: they were giving him an exercise test. That's called a stress test, usually, right? Yeah. He died of a heart attack after a stress test. He's 28 years old. They showed a photo of him, not an ounce of fat on his body, 28 yeah. years old. And he said, I got a damn myocarditis from taking a fucking vaccine. I got two doses yeah. of Pfizer. And I knew if many people warned me, many people warned me, and I did it anyway, he wrote. Uh, he made it clear he only got the shot because it was a work requirement. So he was forced yeah. to get it. He had no pre-existing health problems, mm -hmm. but he collapsed during a match and almost died before he just actually died after a stress test. He further mentioned undergoing 11 cardiology tests that had uh, yielded no findings. But guess what? It was compulsory or I couldn't work, he said. I am an intentional, international professional athlete, and I'm playing in Spain. I have no health problem, nothing, no hereditary, no asthma, nothing. I suddenly collapsed to the ground in the middle of a match and almost died. And now he just recently died. I mean, this is absolutely, you know, the... the this is what I've said about this being criminal 
It is absolutely yes, criminal. Yes. And instead of these people like Fauci being in jail, they're getting new jobs at 82. They're getting jobs. Cool. They're getting jobs. That they're getting cushy jobs at Georgetown University. I, you know, I would not even be shocked if he didn't have to show up once, if he did everything online or once every couple of weeks he just showed up. This is absolute insanity. Absolute insanity. Well, what it is, it's a, it's a criminal conspiracy, if you think about it, of international crimes against humanity because the infection fatality rate turns out to be, what is it, overall 0.05%, I think? It's if less I read. than the flu. Yes. It's less yes. than the flu. Less than um, the flu. And, yes. and that the average person died, uh, if they died, they had multiple comorbidities older than the average age of death in the United yes. States. I mean, yeah, it's it about the average. Ridiculous. I think 80 was like the average death yeah. 80. Yeah, and so, I think the, uh, yeah, 78 years old, I think, yeah, is the average. And by the way, yeah. that age keeps going down, by the way. Right, Because right, we have too. such horrible health conditions here. People, you know, we've talked about this a million times. Yeah. But, uh, you know, people die here, I think, three or four years younger than, like, places like, what, Japan, France. So it's a, it's, it's a disaster here. It really is. Um, well, and no. yet, once again, this is very typical. People will say, oh, well, it happens. It's a rare thing, but a healthy 20-year-old can die. What are you going to do? Move on. Move on. So how many times are we going to say that? Move on. Well, that, that, that's an obfuscation because we know that, for example, the VAERS Vaccine Adverse Events Reporting System, according to the, um, let me think, the study now, was it Harvard Pilgrim study? Yeah, 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 I believe so. I believe it so. only caught one percent of, of vaccine adverse events, and that was a couple decades ago. So Congress supposedly threw a couple millions of dollars at it, and it was never upgraded. Obviously, to, to be effective, um, so we don't really know what what the, the the true adverse event rate is and the death rate. Although Dr. Peter McCullough, he did a study uh, finding that the overall athletes' uh, incident of myocarditis was up tenfold after the vaccine rollout for the year since the rollout. I think that's pretty accurate. Um, and we're seeing that. We know that This is unbelievable that people had no... In fact, the Israeli report came out that not one... There was in a couple other countries where not one person under 50 ever died from just COVID. You know? And one can argue, if you listen, listen to Dr. Michael Yeadon, who was a former VP of, of Pfizer... He doesn't believe there was ever a pandemic of any sort from any any strain. If you look at the numbers, there wasn't at the infection fatality rate. That's all been made up, which goes right back to Kerry Mullis, who invented PCR, a polymer, polymer chain reaction. He said uh, he invented it to create a whole lot of something out of something uh, to be used mostly, as Daniel would expand on it more, I believe, in the lab and for testing and, and things of that nature. They've never designed it to diagnose a disease. No. Um, so, the, the, you know, uh, uh, the, when you have fraud at the very basis of, of, of everything being uh, a PCR quote-unquote test, like Mullis, Kerry Mullis said, if you do it well enough, you'll find, like the Buddhists say, we all share similar life energy and form, right. you know? As in DNA, yeah. all carbon-based life forms have right. similar, but this you know. Is, uh, you know, yeah. we've talked about this on the show so many times. This enrages yeah. me because people say, well, when are we going to get the apology? When are we going to get the apology that they were wrong about all this stuff? But 
not only are they not, who's apologized? No one's apologized. Not only are they not apologizing, Bill, they're doubling and tripling down. They're shoving it in our faces. They're giving Fauci. Oh, yeah. They're, they're hiring Fauci at Georgetown. They're honoring it's crazy. Him. They're throwing it in our faces, man. They're saying, you can't do anything about it. Which well, is that's, why I that's, said, until we mm-hmm. have a Congress or a president or just Department, whoever it may be, who decides they're actually going to prosecute these people. We're not even close to that, Bill. No. We're not even close to that. that they, and, and, until there's some kind of a – there's a DA out there, right, who is going to have some balls and take on this case and, and maybe in, and go for an indictment, get a grand jury convened, something for someone somewhere. They're just going to continue to get away with this. We see it over and over again. Bill, this is three years later. I know Mike. I'm preaching to the converted. All that we know about how wrong they were, and they're getting yeah. awards, and they're getting jobs. They are no, forcing it in our faces. Yeah, basically, that, that's that's the predatory elite class that the transnational corporations, including the Catholic and Mormon Church, you know, that really... These are here, Shulman Walden, Inverted Totalitarianism, Democracy Incorporated. I don't know if you ever heard of that author, but no, I've never heard. No. Sheldon Wallen, Democracy Incorporated, Inverted Totalitarianism. He wrote about this basically where, you know, it's the corporate transnational corporations that, that really call the shots. And really, um, it's the, uh, the transnational banks that, that now where the money's so consolidated, um, you know, uh, uh, you, you got Vanguard, you got uh, State Street, you got BlackRock, you know, and they all are invested in one another. Right. You know what I mean? And they're so infiltrated in all all companies now where that's why we're not seeing anything. The politicians are simply puppets, Mike, you know, and, and I you hate to hear it, but it, it, we always say it all the time. You got Rand Paul calling out Fauci and a, and a, some type of congressional committee hearing or something and then nothing comes of it the guy ends up like you said he wins an award he goes he gives a commencement speech at yale and you know so how does that happen not to mention the lockdowns that have proven to be far more harmful for society and children and death rate suicide rate uh lack of health care during that period um driving small businesses to bankruptcy Go ahead. i'm watching the local news earlier and that's how i found out about fauci's new job i'm watching the local news yeah and, and they say uh, Dr. Fauci has found a new job, and, and they talk about it in this very glowing, you know, way. They yeah. don't mention at all any criticisms about Fauci. But nothing. They don't give the other side. They'll say something like acclaimed doctor, you know, who, who guided us through the pandemic. They don't say like, but there are other people who say this, right? They don't even they don't even give us like a mention, right? They don't even give Team Reality a mention. And say, but there are others who say this about Fauci, you know, who criticize him, in, who criticize him in this way. They don't tell the whole story. They don't. It's, it's as though it's as though none of these criticisms ever happened. It's, it's as though none of this ever happened. It's as though he was never wrong. It's as though he was never proven wrong over and over again. It's as though there's no criticisms of Fauci anywhere in this universe. That's how they. That's what they do, Bill. They just omit the truth. Yeah, that's Omit. the mainstream media. That that's yeah, owned by these propaganda. It's one. It's total propaganda. Propaganda. Yeah, well, then you even have the emails between uh, 
Dr. Andrew Huff with the uh, Eco Alliance, who was VP of Eco Alliance, and exposing. Um, well, he he's a whistleblower. He you never hear from about him. And Dr. Andrew Huff, he totally outed everything that was going on at Eco Alliance with the money that was uh, financing the gain of function research um, and who was involved and how that all evolved. And he's come out, he came out a couple of years ago and, and uh, he's not like, you don't hear about him like Malone for some reason as often. I don't really know why, but uh, you would think he'd be someone that'd be uh, speaking to all the time. Children health defense fund covered Dr. Andrew Huff though. Right. That's where I, because I, I subscribe to them. So, oh, by the way, let me, before, I know Daniel's waiting, let me, let me just say in the chat, you know, when we talk about, it's all propaganda, when it's all sponsored by Pfizer, we know that, that, you know, how much money, uh, out of and Anderson Cooper's, uh, paycheck right. is coming from 80%. Pfizer. You know? 80%. Yeah. Yes, and that's across the board, though. I mean, I'm sure Fox is. Who? What? It didn't remember uh, Robert uh, F. Kennedy Jr. said that uh, he knew uh, the Murdochs. Was it the Murdochs? Uh, and he's look. We'd love to have you on. I agree with you about the vaccines and right. uh, you know uh, adjuvants, the mercury aluminum adjuvants. But if I do, I'm going to have to fire the guy who interviews you. Basically, you, see that, you know. I mean, that, that's the problem, and. So that's why we're not getting any reality. We're just getting this insanity. It's like being in the twilight zone. Because when you were in when you were in media in New York, what was that? The early nineties, Mike WABC. Yep, early to mid nineties. Yeah. How many media companies were there? You know, fifteen <laughs> maybe or so. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Now yeah. it's on the six. Well, right? it kept on. It kept on like in the eighty. It kept, every decade there was cut down by yeah. several. You know. So yeah. Yeah. And then we had the Smith Modernization Act signed by Obama, 2012, which lifted the 1948 ban on domestic propaganda from the State Department into media. That was signed in with, so it literally is fake news paid for the State Department, whatever they want to push. But and clearly they're owned by pharma. I mean, for one, I mean, do you go from there? I mean, that's only one transnational corporate. Uh, uh, I, mafia, I call it. Really, it's a, it's a, it's a fraudulent, of medical, uh, sick care pharma mafia. I mean, you know, if they get fined uh, two point three billion dollars uh, for medical fraud, then they go from there to the hand it over this whole Pfizer trials and trusted to come back with data that's somehow going to be accurate. That's all insanity. Um, but. Uh, uh, guess what, Mike? There's a new COVID strain. Uh, this is XBB. Oh, no. oh, no, yes, no. yes. Oh. Yep. 118, nicknamed, let me see now, Actorus. It's quickly <laughs> spreading across the U.S., but experts are warning that pink eye and high fever, two symptoms of the new variant, are particularly present among children. This is May 2nd, 2023. I just stumbled sure. on this. Get those, children, get those vaccines. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, get them into the kids that are that have a point zero 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 three percent. Yeah, you know, no, not the strain. Bill, we think the mortality rate is about twenty eight, twenty eight percent. Right, right, right. Exactly. They'll make up a number. They'll just make up a number. You know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Then, then let's not forget when Trump. We talked about Trump. Alex, uh, what was it? Uh, Alex Azar. Eli Lilly, when Alex Azar, who became Trump's Health and Human Services Secretary, 
or czar, whatever you want to call it, when he was with Eli Lilly, insulin went up 300%, threefold. Right, right. I mean, when you start, when those are your people who you're right, man, man, and then you have, of course, Alice Acosta, the labor secretary, who gave Epstein a slap on the wrist. It's like this guy's been rubbing elbows with with sex traffickers and uh, uh, mobsters his whole career. You know, the like we said before, the whole gambling hotel industry, you know, cement industry, you know, the the, the construction industry, it's all mafia. It's, it's, yes. It's, it's, well, you know, so, that is that they understand that we live in a country where they can continue to do this stuff. They can continue for years and years and years saying right. there are new strains. They, they can continue to scare and fool Americans into believing this bullshit. You know, if we lived in a country with people who were not ignorant, people like us who did their own research, who knew what was up, they wouldn't be able to get away with this stuff. But they know they can get away with this stuff with the with the with the masses of peasants. It's a it's a very depressing place to live right now. Well, yes. Well, listen, to this uh, Children Health Defense Fund, um, this this report, June 20, 2023. I, I found this today. This is compulsory vaccination forever. World Health Organization adopts the digital EU COVID certificate as a global standard. So now, in June, the legal basis for the digital EU's COVID certificates expired. These allow proof of vaccinations or tests, which are required for travel or participation in social activities. However, the World Health Organization is now picking those up, Mike, and adopting this digital infrastructure as a permanent model for for global travel, thus the requirement for anyone wishing to travel to follow up-to-date World Health Organization vaccine recommendations will become a permanent feature. The World Health Organization will be able to activate it at any time if given the new powers foreseen in the pandemic That's why tre- we need treaty. a president yeah. who's going to separate us from the World Health Organization. I'm sorry, can you speak up, Mike? We need for a president reason? who's going to separate us yeah. from the World Health Oh, we absolutely do. We have to get out of the hood. something that Ron DeSantis has talked about and would do. Nothing they did would have any effect on us with a Ron DeSantis administration. Yeah, I, I'm totally for that. But I'm unfortunately, you laid it out. We know what the agenda is. And this is the problem I have with, like, Jesse Waters, who can have a good sense of humor. Where's the integrity? Like, where where's the integrity caring about the the, the health and the and the overall, just, I don't know what else to say, national health, not only on the physical level, societal level, uh, economic level. Um, I don't understand why people will sell their soul to make money to get behind a candidate that they know uh, is doesn't have the country's best interests in mind. Trump is a con artist. There's no reason. It's, it's absolutely ridiculous to even think about voting for this fucking oaf. Give me a break. The guy's a, all about himself. It's all about his own right. ego. He's a fucking lunatic. It's ridiculous. Anyone would even. It's as ridiculous thinking about him being president as it is thinking about Biden being president. Exactly. They're both yes. ridiculous. They both need to go away. I want their kids to go away. I want their families yes. to go away. Now I sound like Al. Now I sound like Al Capone. Robert De Niro in the in the Untouchables, but it's still, I, <laughs> I want their families gone. I want I want them gone. I want these people out of our lives. Right, well, I, I feel the same way, and and unfortunately, we have this dark cloud where those are the two leading candidates. It's Ron DeSantis is a young guy. He's a fucking yeah. war hero. He's got a nice young. Imagine having a real young family in the White House again. 
with a dog, yeah. two two young kids, a beautiful wife, and a dog. Can't we have that? Can we have someone who's forty five years old as president? Why can't they? Why can they have that everywhere? I know they're ass. Look, I know Trudeau's an asshole and Macron's an asshole, but all these other countries can have forty something presidents. Why can't we have a forty something president? Well, I, I, you know, the ancient, it's ridiculous. I, I think, unfortunately, because the, the the proof is in the pudding, it's it's the the deep state, literally the Council of Foreign Relations members that they, they they go. In other words, they don't get moved on. It's just a revolving door. Even if they do change faces, you know so what I mean. And, but and you no know, one wants and, to answer the question I've asked, and I've I've screamed this at the television, poll after poll. Trump, uh, Fox likes their fucking polls. They don't show the poll that shows 70% of Americans don't want Trump to run again. 70, they'll have no problem showing the poll that shows 80% don't want Biden to run again. So we're having poll after poll shows us that the overwhelming majority of Americans don't want Trump and Biden. And yet we're going to get right, Trump and Biden. How is that democracy? Where it's is that madness. democracy? It's not, it's just, Sorry to yell at you, Bill. No, listen, go ahead. Get it out, man. You're mad as hell. You're not going to take it anymore. I wish I could scream like that. I'll get evicted. I would if I could. You know. Yeah, you can. Yeah. See, that's the difference between movie reality and actual reality. In actual reality, if you opened your window and started screaming that, they'd call the cops and evict you. <laughs> Although, you know, I told you what happened. I was at Fordham, right, where I was asleep and I yeah, got woken by yeah. a bunch of yelling and screaming. It's hilarious. And I go out the back, the the, the hall, the, the, the dorm was kind of like an octagon, but not yeah. a complete one, just kind of like a U-shaped, like triangular thing. And I and everybody's yelling out the window, man, it's over again, thank you. It's like Russell Campus, you get away with that. You know? Oh, my God. Hey, Bill, let me let you go. I want to hear what Daniel yeah. say about this voucher. Very good. Sure. Good talking to Bill, you. Bill, thanks for the goals, always. Yes. Okay. Uh, hey, so, Daniel, are you upset? that Georgetown is getting him and not Berkeley. <laughs> yeah, yeah, indeed. You know, I um I have to wonder whether uh, this is going to turn out to be Georgetown's Bud Light moment. Um it, oh. it's it's quite possible. I um, hope so. I hope so. I I don't know. I don't know. It's in DC, right? They're all fucking nut job liberals. You, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. So. I, I I I turned them down by the way. Um as, as a medical school um, to, to attend and went to a UCSD instead. Oh, um, that's interesting. Like it turned yeah. down Georgetown. Yeah. yeah. Because, well, I didn't want to come up three hundred fifty to $400,000 in debt. <laughs> well, yeah, of course. Yeah. So that's the kind of money you have to pay to have Tony oh. Fauci teach you about how to handle a pandemic. Yeah. And, and you know what? The, um, the woke mob is bold enough you know, they'll pull, pull, they'll pull a George Bush, George Tenet moment. We know how Bush gave that uh, warmongering um, uh, intelligence line, uh, George Tenet, a medal of freedom. Um, they'll, they'll probably put Fauci in, in an, uh, teaching a medical ethics class or something like that. Oh, my God. It's just. You know, just, just what we just, need is a printout, a printout of the people who take that class and will know never use them as a doctor, once they passed all their classes and become doctors, we need to rotate the list of anyone who would take that class and make sure they never get any patients. They never get any clients ever. That's what we need to do. Yeah, anyone someone's... that would take that, you know, I'm reminded of that, the movie, um, Treat Williams just died in a horrible accident. Great actor. I remember the movie Prince of the City, right? And um, the end of the movie is great because if anyone knows 
uh, about that movie. It's about this. It's like a Serpico kind of thing, right? It's a cop who realizes this corruption and, uh, you know, uh, <clears throat> goes in as a kind of a secret agent and, you know, uh, gets a lot of bad cops arrested. But of course, because of all that, he has a terrible reputation with the thin blue line, right? Because you're not supposed to rat out your fellow cop. And at the end of the movie, he's invited to talk at a class. And it's the final scene. And he's, they, they, they introduce him. And one of the students stands up and says, are you, I think his name is Cello, right? Yeah. Are you the officer Cello? He says, yes, I am. And he says, well, I have nothing to learn from you. And he leaves. And so this guy who's done, this is kind of the opposite of the Fauci thing, right? Because this is a real hero who exposed all this corruption, put his ass on the line. And after all that, there are still students who think that was the wrong thing to do, right? It's kind of a very dark ending. But that's what I would do. I'd go into the classroom and I'd sit down. I pretend I want to be there. And when they introduce Fauci, I'd say, I have nothing to learn from you. That I'd have respect for. If a bunch of students did that, that's what they should do, in fact, if anyone's listening. Go take the class, sign up, sit down. And when he is introduced, everyone stand up and say, we have nothing to fucking learn from you and walk out. That would be a great moment. I know it only happens in the movies. No, that's that, that, that's actually the type of thing that does happen in medical schools. Med medical students are, are very well known for being um, really dramatic, especially in the first two years and um, getting politically involved before they hit their clinical years and they just have no time for anything and, and their brains are fried. Things have changed quite a bit um, since I was a medical student. Their third and fourth years are a cakewalk compared to what they were in, in back in the day. Um, but yeah, that is the type of thing that, that could happen in medical school. Um, well, so yeah, that, 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 I can't that, see how any any medical student worth anything would take that class. I can't imagine. But look, there are plenty of doctors who are on his side. There are plenty of doctors who come to the defense of Peter Hotek when we criticize him. It's a, so I'm sure there are students out there. There are young people out there who think Fauci's a real hero in Georgetown in Washington, D.C. Obviously, they weren't going to give Fauci this job at some some school in Mississippi, you know, or Alabama or, or a, a, you know, in Missouri, uh, because no one there would hire him and many of the students would hate him. But in D.C., in New York, in California, hell, come on, you, Daniel, you know that Fauci could have gotten the same job at Berkeley and many people would take the class. Well, we're, we're, he's at he's at Georgetown now, so let's um, let's try to promote a, a Bud Light moment for him and just uh, uh, insist um, or, or ask um, people who may have donated this year, um, people who are alumni and people who are just supporters that may have donated to just ask them to withhold. It's it's a good chance that we can get just like Bud Light sales have dropped off about twenty five percent year over year, and it's causing a huge problem for him. Yeah. We could do the same thing. 25% is a reasonable number to expect um, uh, 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 if you Bud Light Fauci. Um, just, you know, that's, it's, it's, it's a real, it's, it's doable. I love the idea in general, but of course you'll know the differences. Bud Light's audience and the Georgetown University audience are very different, right? The Bud Light, Bud Light yeah, but, but didn't we're, seem yeah, to understand for some reason. We're talking about donators. Yeah, we're, we're yeah. talking about those who donate to the university. Yeah. And, right. and, and and that's, a, that's oh, a but aren't they, aren't they the most liberal of liberals? Am I those wrong about that? 
Those that donate? Yes. Now, they're, they're, they're usually people that simply want a building named after them. They're, they're just going to get built with the money that they donate. Yeah. Yeah. It's just it's like at any university. They're, they're, they're there for the building name and a prestigious university. Right. Well, um, here's a thought. It's very, it's a depressing, it's very depressing. Yeah. The guy should be in jail, not in jail. And he will. Yeah, yeah, there's a good chance that, that, that he will be, or he'll get some form of justice that well, that we can live with, um, yeah. before he kicks the bucket. Which at I this point, is, the yeah. justice, if the justice is Father Time, I take that. That I yeah. take right now. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, it'd be better than nothing. Um, but here's a thought experiment for you. Go ahead. Uh, uh, RFK and Ron DeSantis on the same ticket running as independent. Independent. What do you think would happen? Oh Jesus! You mean if neither? You don't have to give prim- me immediate. You don't have to give wait, me immediate. Wait, wait, wait. So you're, t- you're saying hypothetically, if neither comes through the primary to run you, independent, yeah, in yeah run independent, election? and they and they and and DeSantis at least would have an easy out on this because he could say. Well, well, Trump didn't promise to support the Republican nominee. Well, DeSantis hasn't either, from what I understand. Well, there you go. Yeah. And- <laughs> so um, uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I think that's a, you know, it's contrived. It's not going to happen. Man, you know, if you and I were writing know. a movie, we could write that. But I don't think that's actually. It, it, yeah, it's, 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 it's like I said, it's more of a thought experiment than, than anything else. But, you know, man, who knows? Um, well, I mean. The there are there, is, there are people that are suggesting that RFK run as, as an independent, and, and uh, he gets asked, asked this question quite 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 a bit. So you have to wonder yeah. whether if we, and, and there are pe- a lot of people that are crossing over their support from parties for both of them. So you have the to problem, wonder whether, whether they could take like fifty percent out yeah. of the center, leaving uh, Biden <coughs> and Trump with twenty five on the fringe. It makes more sense. RFK at 70 years old to do that. But Ron DeSantis is only 44. So he'll figure that if somehow, God forbid, he doesn't win this primary, whether it's Biden for four more years or four years of Trump, at 48, he'll be able to run again. He doesn't want to fuck over the Republicans. You see what I'm saying? So politically, for his own political career, he's too young to do something like that. Something Bernie could have done, something RFK can do, something Trump could even do. But I don't think I don't think DeSantis is going to ruin him. He's a yeah, tried and true unless, Republican. Yeah, yeah, and unless the polls are telling him, yeah, you can do this. Well, and I don't think so. The, the, him, the, that, that's 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 the end of his career anyway. He's becoming president. So if the polls tell him he can do it, he might. Yeah, no. But he knows he has a better chance of just running, you know, in the typical way of a Republican in four years, and then he'll get he'll get everyone's blessing, including Trump's. You know, so that's yeah, he's not going to do that, but. Look, we already have Cornell West running. He's already declared he's running as an independent. That's going to take votes. I, I can't tell you how many votes it would take away from Biden. It'll take some away, right? Because there are still a lot of Bernie people who like Cornell West and see him as kind of like a Bernie alternative. So I don't know. I mean, it, it, it depends. But Cornell West can, in a very tight, let's say it's a very tight election, um, he could hurt. Joe Biden. Yeah, he could. He could. I mean, the, all all of our elections have been very tight for um, <laughs> decades now. Um, yeah, so any third party uh, candidate is going to uh, get nailed by the media. Um, I mean, 
RFK is he's a Kennedy, a lifelong Democrat. You don't get more Democrat than Kennedy. So I don't I just don't think Kennedy will hurt Biden and the Democrats that way. Yeah, but the pro- yeah, but the problem yeah. is the Democrats aren't Democrats anymore. The liberals no, you're, aren't I, liberals I agree. They're, not, they're, they're, they're not the party of Kennedy anymore. They're the party of Clinton, Obama, and Biden. Yeah, I well, get they're it. worse than that. They're yeah. worse than that. They transformed yeah. into something totally, that, you mean, like we keep talking about this. They's not liberals anymore. They're illiberals. What, what has happened to the Democratic Party over the last three years is they, they no longer resemble the Democratic Party of the past. So this is something that, that um, uh, um, any, any candidate um, could move toward the, uh, to, toward the center and toward independence and explain away very easily. Um, as so many Americans have said, the Democratic Party left them. In a normal time, that would work. But you know what they would say, Daniel? Not when Trump, not when Trump can benefit from it. You can't do that. When they'll say that, they'll say you can't do it now. You know, they always say the same bullshit. Now is not the right time. It's never the right time, right? But they'll always say that. But they'll say no. You're gonna. You're a what a son of a bitch you are. That you're gonna help that evil Trump win. You know, yeah. Well. Okay. Yeah. 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 Just a thought experiment. Give 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 that some more thought on the RFK. I'm just saying. Well, that look. The, uh, look. Fact of the matter RFK is, is that, you know, it's like you're talking about a perfect world. Yeah, I like both of them. Uh, you know what? Let's talk about something that could actually happen. It's actually in the hands of the American people. They can vote for DeSantis. In a Republican primary, they can vote for RFK Jr. in a Democratic primary, and those could be the nominees. That is good enough. That, like we've talked about, would finally be making a choice between two greater goods, two goods than the lesser of two evils. So that's something that's actually within a grasp. We don't have to make things up. We don't have to write screenplays. They can, they're both in the primaries. They can both win because people have the right to fill in their names. They can fill in that little circle next to RFK. They can fill in that little circle next to Ron DeSantis. The people have the power to make them the nominees. If they don't want Biden and Trump so bad, then make it RFK and DeSantis. This that is, would be pr- It doesn't matter would, if there are debates. It doesn't matter that would be if Biden, RFK is still going to be on the ballot. Democrats have the control to vote for him if they want to vote for him. <laughs> that would be that would be preferable. Uh, that you you and I can agree that that would be preferable. What I'm saying is that if they don't do that, they have a real chance. They could have a real chance at running independent. For maybe the first time that anyone could have that a ticket could have a real chance running as an indep- as uh, as independents and, and get it because I think they could peel. I think they could peel the fifty percent in the middle. I really do, and leaving leaving Biden and Trump with with nothing on the on the fringes. Yeah, I think it's well, possible. I think it's possible. It's just I'm just saying, it's an interesting thought experiment. Um, this is something I'm going to say is going to happen. I'm not even attaching a probability. I'm just saying, hey, you know, this this is an interesting thing to think about, yeah. and, and the dynamics of of what could happen here. No, um, I, I I would once again, who knows what's going to. It's a, it's just it's it's very frustrating that we're living in a time. You know, it's like they don't want it. It this is not democracy. It doesn't. First of all, it doesn't make it. That's why I don't believe the polls. When you have poll after poll saying that the overwhelming majority of Americans don't want Biden to run again, don't want Trump to run again, and yet then you're telling me in the same breath that all of these polls have Trump and Biden 
both up by 40 points in their respective primaries. Does that jive with you, Daniel? No, of course. And it doesn't matter anyway. I mean, mm. when, when have uh, early prim- when have polls before primaries been predictive of anything? I can't remember. I mean, they were saying that Trump wasn't going to win <laughs> this early on, and he ended up winning. I mean, this is I, – I just don't pay attention to the polls. No, no. I'm just saying – those two things don't make sense. They well, don't, of course they don't. Mathematically, they don't compute. So which polls are lying? I would say the primary polls are lying. Yeah. I, I believe 100 percent that most Americans don't want Trump or Biden. Why would they? Those polls make sense to me. But you can't at the same time have polls saying nobody wants Trump and Biden. Then they're winning huge in the primaries. Doesn't make any sense. Well, you can if you, if you, if each if each um, if if the Democrats and the Republicans think that they have no other choice, so they could they they can hate their nominee with a passion, and if they're that branded, and they're going to vote Democrat and Republican no matter what, then yeah, it, that it can happen. Well, but RFK Jr. and DeSantis are great. They're great alternatives. I mean, it's like there's no alternative. First of all, the Republicans have 20 alternatives. So it it doesn't make any sense at all. It just has nothing. doesn't make any sense. But you're right. The early polling in these things are just stupid. Yeah, this early polling is stupid. That's why I don't really want to discuss this all that much. But um, what did you think about all the uh, hubbub about uh, RFK Jr. doing a uh, calisthenics. Um, and, and, and wasn't that the bizarrest thing? People just, it's like they just um, are manufacturing stuff to attack the guy about it. It's, it's absolutely ridiculous. Had, what do you mean? They're, they're people, attacking these in good shape? Is that what you mean? Well, no, not only that. I mean, they, they, not only that, are they, well, they're not able to attack him for being in good shape. They're saying a man of his age, or he's like 69 years old, could not possibly be in that kind of shape. He must be doing steroids. Oh, how ridiculous. You're in good shape. You're only a few years younger than him. And, and yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm about, what, three years younger than him. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. And, and, and I just set my personal chin-up record a few days ago, hit my 40. You just don't. 40 mark. Do, you don't yeah. do the weights that he does. He does weights. He likes doing bench presses yeah. and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yep, 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 yep. But what did he do? He did like... um. He's, he's in great shape, but but what did he do? Did like 15 push-ups or something? All, anyone who thinks, only in this country do we exactly. believe a 69-year-old can't be in that kind of shape. Because we I know. worship, that is the point. worship that is, obesity here. That is the the underlying point. The thing that, that infuriates me the most is that, are you freaking crazy? Have we so lost touch what it's like to be a human being that you think a 16, 69-year-old man can't do 15 push-ups? I can whip out a hundred push-ups on my worst day, and I'm sixty-six years because old. Because they're all out of shape, Daniel. They're so all they believe, obese, and, yes. and that is that is the, that is what this really drives home to me: is that these people can possibly think that a man that that fifty years ago would have just been a typical run-of-the-mill male body, a man with a typical run-of-the-mill body. And and they think that that this guy has to be on steroids. I mean, are you fucking kidding me? Have no. we fallen that yeah. far? No. Yes, In we fact, have. Yeah, it's 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 a. First of all, it's just these stupid attacks 
It makes the it's, it's these stupid attacks that the, they can't talk about policy. They can't talk about DeSantis's policy. So they talk about his personality and his fucking handshake. They can't talk about RFK's policies. So they talk about he's in too good a shape. He's got to be doing steroids. These people are just insane here. They really are. They deserve the shittiest government they can get. They deserve to be ruled by authoritarians. Let them fucking close their businesses, stay inside, shrivel up and die. Who gives a shit? I'm very mad tonight. Very mad. Sorry. Yeah, when 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 are we going to have the uh, who would you want to have a beer with a discussion? I mean, oh, they always pull please. that one up. Who you want to have a beer with? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I, let me tell you, know, you I'm, I'm going thing. for a pudding cup on this one. I'm with you. I'm going yeah. for the pudding cup. Yeah, the RFK thing is great because that's the way I met him. Doing that's exactly the way I met the guy. Him doing bench presses. That's yeah. a, that's really weird. I saw him doing bench presses. Let me tell you though, he has really. Worked. I mean, it must be the steroids because I think he wasn't quite as muscular 15 years ago. So it must be steroids, right? But I think who knows when he really started. Maybe he just started working out like that 15, 20 years ago. It's very possible. Sometimes people get to a certain age and they say, I'm really going to start working out now. So there are yeah. a lot of people like that who were in better shape. I mean, I was in better shape at 30 than 20 because I started working out when I was 25. But there are a lot of people who once they hit 40, 45, they say, you know what? I better get to it. And then they're in great shape the rest of their lives. Yeah, I was I was a skinny runner and a cyclist my entire life. When I was a competitive runner, I could not do a single chin up, single pull up or chin up, not one. But here I am, almost sixty six next month, and I just did forty chin ups. Yeah, people's bodies can change dramatically. And for a male, for anyone criticizing him and saying that um, he must be on roids in order to do this. Anyone that says that really doesn't have any sort of out, of out of touch with their own body. And they're really telling you something about them as a male. If a male is saying this, they're basically saying, hey, I've never been involved with sports or been competitive in anything in my entire life because I, I don't understand that men can do this. What's <laughs> yeah, well, ridiculous. It's insane. People are also very jealous sometimes, right? So they have to always, you know. Um, put someone down because they're jealous of what they can do. They're jealous that a guy at 70 looks like that, you know, yeah. and it's just, uh, you know, I guess everyone should look like uh, Peter Hotek, fat with a bow tie, right? Well, yeah, un unfortunately, for at least 42% of our population does. And, um, and, and, and as we've talked about many times, uh, and I tweeted a lot about today, um, early in the morning, is that, that it's simply unsustainable. Our medical system is going to collapse. Um, and, 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 it's, and it's a national security threat as well. And we've already yeah. seen why in, in the last three years. Uh, it, it's, <laughs> this isn't something that we can put off 10 years even uh, dealing with. The, and for, to have someone like RFK come out and say, take control over your own self. That is what that's one of the messages he was he was sending with, with with this demonstration was take control of your own health. And and if you do so, you've, you've got the brightest future that you can you can possibly have. Mm -hmm. And and, and yeah, so many people just they don't. And why and how our culture and our society has changed to the point that they don't is just 
it's I don't I, I simply don't understand it. it. This is not the way we have been at, as human beings for hundreds of thousands of years. Hey, I'm let's not do talking just about our body, but I'm talking yeah, let's about, do what RFK we think about our bodies. How about RFK Jr. versus Chris Christie? <laughs> oh, you're going to have RFK bench press Chris Christie? <laughs> no, no, an, an election of RFK versus Chris Christie. You could have that. Those two guys. Are, 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 are they going to they going to throw down in a debate? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's no. going to be Zuckerberg and, and Musk. Uh, they're going to be up first, and then the uh, the headliner is going to be. <laughs> oh, my God. Talk about two polar opposites, physique-wise, RFK and Chris Christie. <laughs> I mean, my goodness. DeSantis lost weight. Hey, he must be on drugs. How did DeSantis lose all that weight at 44? These people in this country are ridiculous. <laughs> they truly are. <laughs> yeah, it's just a very sad, very, very, very sad commentary on the state of health in this country. I know. Yeah. All right. Well, All right, that's that's it. I'm signing off, and right. you have a great night. And hey, Bill, Bill, that was a good call. Thanks. Bye. Okay. Speaking of people in incredibly good shape, hey, Karthik, how are you? God, Mike, you sound so angry, man. Relax. Hey, are Enjoy you, are you life. back from Hawaii? Stay in the moment. Are you back from Maui? Yes, I'm back from Maui. Correct. Did you have a good time? Yeah, I did. Did you surf? Uh, because I wasn't talking to you, so I was more relaxed. Oh, you called from there, bitch. <laughs> you well, yeah, called from I there. wanted to make you jealous. Did, did you Did you have a good time? Did you Did you serve? Yeah, of course, yeah. I yeah. did a uh, 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 <clears throat> jet skiing. Oh, that's fun. I like that. And uh, I, I like did watching some wakeboarding, that, I too, and I did some uh, flight line, you know, the mm. thing in the sky. Did you go diving to the bottom of the sea to see the Titanic? No, you didn't do that. No, no, I definitely, the Titanic is nowhere near Hawaii. Uh, no, I know that. I know, I know. <laughs> but no, I didn't even follow that story. All I heard is that, like, some rich person's boat died yeah. or something. I don't know. But anyway, Mike, yeah. I got some very important stuff to say, okay? First of all, I, I, have, I have something to say before you have something to oh say. Oh, my God. You complain. You go, Mike, you're on 11 o'clock Pacific time. It's so late. Meanwhile, I noticed, you see, I noticed things. You just did a trivia room opposite my – how fucking dare you do a trivia room opposite my room at 11 o'clock? I thought it was too late. I thought it was too late. Okay, Mike, let's keep it clear. I actually wanted very few – or actually, I, I just wanted one person to come, my friend Derek. So he's always bitching at me to host a trivia room. And so I finally did. And so the one time I host it, you know, he doesn't show up. But anyway, that's fine. <laughs> uh-huh. you learned, hope you learned your lesson. But no, yeah, uh, I, I, I don't know if you've seen Derek and Danny on here. I don't know. Maybe you have. Derek They've always Danny. been asking me to. And if I finally did, but except they didn't show up. But anyway, so I'm here because I want to ask you if you want to play a quick trivia game right now. Ten oh, questions. It'll be about five minutes at most. Oh, it'll, it'll, be about gonna, all, it'll be fun. I, 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 I hear the people clicking off, people dropping out right now as you talk. Who wants to listen to that? No, no, no. It's actually super fun. Me and uh, we actually tried it a few games on the weekend, Saturday and Sunday, with some of my friends on here. Uh, ha- ha- have you seen Zach on here? He participated. No, I don't know these people. I don't know. I don't know your generation. What are you, Generation Y? Well, most X? of them are older than me. They're like forty or something or thirty. Oh, ancient, ancient. Yeah. But do we have? Do we have? What is this thing? You sent me a message that you you you. Bought an app. Yeah, I, I think it was about trivia or something. I, I don't know. Well, well, what I messaged you, let me check. 
It's probably you, said you have some kind of an app you want me to join or something. I know what oh, the hell you were talking yeah, about. Yeah, but that's about trivia. Yeah, well, you don't have to download that. You can just go into your web browser. Mm-hmm. It's, called, it's spelled kahoot.it. I'll, I'll spell it out for you in the go chat. Ahead. And hey, Brandy or uh, William or Vlad, you guys can join too. Daniel, I don't discriminate. Um, so yeah, so are you going to join, man? No, uh, Mike, it'll be good. It'll be competitive. Oh, that, that thing you want me to join, that app? I don't know, well, I guess so. You can download the app, or you, you can just go to the website. It'll probably be easier to go to the website. Don't you understand I need to read stuff that's going to make me mad all the time? What Dude, is this frivolity? This will be fun, okay? This will be fun. By the way, I'm going to be reviewing two movies on Friday. So if you want to listen in on Friday, I'm going to be reviewing um, No Hard Feelings. No Hard Feelings. Yeah, remember that? that's the movie I told you to see. Did you forget? I know. Uh, you'll have to find. You'll have to tune in on Friday, and yeah. and uh, the Indiana Jones and the Dial of uh, Destiny. Oh yeah, I, I'm actually seeing that tomorrow. Uh, I got a in my area. There's like a, a sneak preview. I'm, I'm seeing it. Tomorrow. I've reviewed the fucking things, and you see it before I do. How do you get on these lists? How do you get on these? It's pretty lists? easy. You just have to, you know, live in an area that has an early preview. That's all. We have them here. We have them. How old is uh, Harrison Ford? Seventy five. Uh, like 80 million or something i don't know it's amazing though isn't it yeah, yeah very keeps amazing. going he keeps going okay keeps going. so are you ready to play uh, uh very quickly go ahead i'll 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 entertain you okay so uh did you go to the website i have to go to a website to do this yeah yeah no it, it, it's it's easier because because this way it's an app so it's objective and because you know how colin is a mic lag you know and just to be clear i don't i don't make the questions the questions are pre-made so it's a hundred percent objective and fair and uh and lack of bias you know do, do, don't you want to be fair you know i don't want you to no just a, i'll trust you just ask ask me the no, fucking no, no, question my, okay just oh go with the God. web browser okay i want there to be 100 percent objective what's the browser what is it I, oh. I put it in the chat it's called kahoot.it kahoot kahoot k-a-h-o-o-t dot i-t yeah okay and, and then One so those... once you go there you'll see a uh, it'll ask you for a pin yeah. Hey, uh, uh, and anyone can join, not just me and Mike. You know, for anybody in the chat. So oh, this is one here. of those things where you could have like you communal games, right? Yeah, people yeah. Can, and, this, yeah. You know, it, this, this I'll do it, but this reminds me of COVID. I did this during COVID with friends. Oh my god. Okay, and it allows yeah. up to hundred. So it'll you know. So many, what pit? What's my pit? Yeah. So it's seven nine nine eight eight two six. Seven nine nine eight eight two six. Okay. You're lucky I don't care about ratings. Nickname. Okay. Uh, yes, yeah, so um, just put whatever name you want. Here. All right. Hold on. Yeah, okay. All right. Okay, I'm in. Oh, yes. Okay. So I think, okay, so it says, uh, well, what's your nickname on here? Is it and let's be heard. Name of my podcast. Okay, well, well somebody else entered. Okay. So I'll, I'll give five seconds because somebody else entered. So I'll give five seconds to see if, if anybody else. Once it, okay, well, guys, once again, the pin is 799 yeah. see, You see, Lawrence just said this is tedious. Oh, uh, whatever. Who cares? No, no. Well, but, uh, all, about 20 people played it over the weekend with me, and, it, and they all loved it. Okay, so what am I doing now? Do I click on something? Okay, so are you ready to start? Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. Well, the game will start in about uh, five seconds. Oh God! All right. And it's pretty easy. It's pretty easy question. I I, I picked an easy one for us. Yes. Next time we can do a harder one. If you you really need friends, don't you, Karthik? Go ahead. Okay. Good. Okay. 
Am I, should I read the question? No, just pick the answer, man. Well, for people who aren't playing, let me read the question. What type of government does the Dude, United States losing, have? you're going to lose. Why am I going to lose? Because you take forever to answer. No, it's based on accuracy and speed. Oh, I see. Okay. Uh, God, Mike. Come on, man. I thought you want to win. What is it? It, said cor- it says correct. Yeah, but remember, it's based on accuracy and speed. So you can't just get it right. You have to get it. But anyway, yeah, it doesn't matter. I'm curious who else is playing. Oh, these are easy questions. What am I, retarded? I mean, come on. Yeah, I think it's easy for you, you know, because I, 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 I don't want your feelings to get hurt when you lose. We really need – look, there are people listening to this. Let me tell you, I was in radio. You weren't. The people listening to this who don't know what these questions are, they're in the dark. I need to read these things. No, you don't. It's just for us. Yes, I do. No, I have to read them. Okay. Which of these is not – a branch of the U.S. government. Legislative, judicial, treasury, executive. Treasury. Yep. There you go. I'm not a genius. I mean, this is just, these are easy questions. This is like for like a two-year-old. Yeah, dude, there's much more difficult questions. Oh, my God. What are the two chambers of the U.S. Congress? How about the House of Representatives and the Senate? How's that? There you go. There yeah, it's obvious. Yeah, this no, is if like, you want, I, I can pick a much difficult one. No, this is great. This makes me seem smart. I feel smart yeah. doing this. No, I, so I, I picked should. an easy one for you because I... How, how many be... senators are there? Okay, yeah, 5,000. Okay. <laughs> lightning smart. Yeah, I'm I got that in a, a second, so I'm lightning smart. <laughs> oh, Mike, good job. You went from third to second place. Oh, please. I should be in first place. I'm getting them all right. How many years is a senator's term? Uh, well, you know, the actual answer is 40, but we'll put six. Well, okay. Yeah. Enough of your snarky comments. Well, that's true. Do you want me to pick a, a more difficult one next time? Oh, just let this go. Let this go. How many representatives are in the House? Oh, my God. 435. You see? Another another. Yeah, I picked an easy one, so so you so you wouldn't lose that as hard. I know. Okay. okay. I, I, How I many would... years is a representative's term? Oh God. How about two? How about two? Okay, there you go. We know the answer is really thirty, but we'll call it. Two. Yeah, or yeah. more like fifty. More like fifty, right? Exactly. How many years is a president's term? Oh, that's a tough one. Four. No, it's not. What are you talking about? Four. By the way, if Trump wins, he only gets four years, Republicans, not eight. He can't run again, just in case you didn't know. When is Election Day in the United States of America? Um, oh, this is not that easy, hard. Uh, wait, uh, 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 okay, let's see if I'm right. The first Tuesday after November 1st. Oh, my good dude, you're taking so long. I am not. There must be a lag. I did it right away. What do you mean it's so long? It took me three seconds. No, you take forever to read. Okay. So in third place it's blah. I'm sorry. In yeah, second okay. place it's Mike. All right. Well, and we'll we'll do this in first place. It's Karthik. Mike. Karthik. Let's do this when I'm not doing a show. How about okay, that? Mike, okay. <laughs> how, how, how about we do one more? Okay. We're not doing. No, not tonight. We're not doing it. Oh, come on, man! Don't no, you no, no, no. Redeem no, no. yourself. No, no. That's it. Lawrence is like getting bored, and if Lawrence is bored, everyone's bored. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Lord uh, Lawrence is just somebody else on here. No, Lawrence is the is the, the median, um, my median listener. So if he thinks things are boring, it's it's very boring. And that was so, Karthik, 
when we do this offline, off off the show, please make it harder. That was way too easy. No, dude, I I made it easy because because I because I, I knew if it was difficult, you you wouldn't win. So I wanted to give you. a Oh, fit. you want to make you? What am I? Five years old? I'm like mentally challenged. You want to make me happy by winning? Well, if you want to do a more difficult one, we can do it right now. That's like that's like what what's his name's parents did in the movie, right? They made everything easy for him. They made him win all the time. Well, Mike, if if you want to. We can do a more difficult one right now, right here. No. Do you, is there anything else you want to – you actually said – I want everyone to know this if you, if you didn't see this. In the chat, he said, let me on. I have some very important stuff to talk about. Yeah, this was the important stuff. This was the important stuff. This is, this is the generation we're talking about. Yeah. This is the generation we're talking about here. This is why we get Trump, no, I'm just curious. Clinton, Clinton was- Trump. Yeah. Biden, Biden. Andy, Clinton, was that Trump, you, Biden. Vlad? Was it you or Lawrence? Was that you? Because because the third person was competing. I'm just. Uh, it wasn't Lawrence. He was bored with the whole thing. Well, you so, never know. People are very deceptive. He was bored with the whole thing. So did you get a? Did you get? I want to get back to you and Maui. Did you get a tan? Uh yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah. So do you do you sit there and get like just take the sun with no SPF? Because it's very uh, dangerous. No, no, I I don't really use sunscreen that much. Well, why you naturally like olive skin? What you have like olive skin? Uh, no, I have brown skin. Can you see my photo? I see a a, a little your know, glasses and a, <laughs> and a mask. I don't see much. <laughs> you you can see my hair right now. I'm I'm sure I have way more hair than you. Uh, yeah. Daniel thinks this is riveting. We're not getting good reviews here, Karthik. I getting... think man. We're getting like mixed reviews. Hi, Brandy. Yeah, so I don't care about the reviews. Do you think I care? Do you, Do you care? You don't care that Fauci is getting a job at Georgetown teaching about infectious diseases? No, we're talking about the reviews, right? Now, not about what the corruption Fauci's up to. It should really bother you. So it it probably bothers you so much that you want to tune out and do things like trivia. I can understand that. No, I that, came here to trash talk you. That that's what I was here for. Is that you want to do? You want to trade? Okay, so it's Kahoot. We'll, we'll, we'll play. It just reminds me of COVID. I get that COVID feeling all over again, so, that lockdown feeling so when I was doing these online right. games with people. So, Mike, does that mean you're, you're down to do a more difficult quiz this time? It, it, not right now, but eventually, yes. Okay. What, what would you be down? What is Lauren saying here? Mike shouting about local issues and telling people to vote RDS for bad reasons is more interesting. Yeah, I don't know what that means. Sounds like we speak in Ron DeSantis. RDS is Ron DeSantis. Oh, okay. Ron DeSantis. Yeah, RDS. I can't, all these initials, RFK, RDS, TJ, T, what's what's Donald? DJT, Don John Trump. Yeah. Yeah, so... Anything well, else, Karthik? If you competed, it'd be fun for you. That's why I asked uh, people to join if they wanted to. Well, no, I'm just curious. Who was the third person playing? Because somebody else was. Oh, I have no idea, Karthik. I have no clue. They okay. wanted to remain anonymous. Okay. Well, I'm just going to guess that was Vlad. It could have been Vlad. Vlad's a, yeah, he's a kind of a guy who would like to play trivia. No. Oh. So my. Daniel uh, said not him. He's yeah, I know. That's why Vlad. I said it was Vlad. Yeah. Okay, I'll talk to you later, man. All right, Carl. When, when, when would you be down to lose to me again? I don't know. We'll, we'll talk about offline in the messaging. How about that? All right. Oh, my Lord. 
It's just a hint at the youth of today. Nah, I don't want to talk about anything important. I want to just do trivia. I want to do trivia. I don't, maybe we can have a Friday night thing where like towards the end of the show, before the film reviews, we can do trivia. I don't mind that. I don't have to talk about how great Ron DeSantis is all the time, Lawrence. Lawrence, I don't have to talk about how great Ron DeSantis is all the time. It's obvious how great Ron DeSantis is. So I don't have to always talk about Ron DeSantis. Now, great Ron DeSantis is great. Ron DeSantis, great. Here's a here's an interesting story. So I talk about how gullible Americans are. Bill said there's a new strain. They're trying to say it affects young people, children with uh, pink eye and uh, fever. So, of course, they want to sell. What they see, we know what they see. What they see is their vaccine isn't selling anymore, especially parents are not getting the vaccine to their children. So they need to put out a fake, you know, strain saying it affects children. So people will. And and even if 5% of Americans, right, even if 5% of Americans, 5%, Give it to their kids. That's a lot of money. That's a good fucking take by the big pharma. So that's why they do these things. But acclaimed English actor, Mark Rylance, you know, Mark Rylance, great actor, declared during an interview that the increasingly dogmatic nature of politics amid the COVID-19 pandemic made him more skeptical toward getting the vaccine. This is a very smart British actor. The Sunday Times released an interview with the actor on Saturday where he expressed his skepticism and unorthodox views on a variety of topics, including dogmatic support of established medical science. The Sunday Times special correspondent Josh Glancy interviewed the actor and noted that an upcoming play he co-wrote and stars in will be Dr. Samelweiss, which portrays the life of a brilliant 19th century Hungarian doctor who's driven mad by the Viennese medical establishment's refusal to listen to him. This could be really good. Samuel became convinced that germs were spread by dirty hands. Oh, I heard about this guy. And argued that regular hand washing could drastically reduce the incidence of so-called childbed fever, saving the lives of thousands of mothers. He was right, but sadly, he was ignored. Decades before Louis Pasteur and Joe Lister were lauded for the same conclusions. After recounting some of Rylance's more esoteric beliefs, one of which involved a mystical method as a source of healing, Glancy wrote this play acts as a warning not to take the overweening scientific establishment as word, particularly since the pandemic. Science started to sound like a religion. Rylance told the interview, and really, science is no different than religion, just an attempt by men to describe reality. Glancy knew that Rylance heard rhetorical alarm bells. He was told he must take the vaccine. I was not convinced I needed it. I took a very distilled garlic solution every morning and vitamin C, and I sailed through Jerusalem. Rylance gave in and got the vaccine, however, in order to visit his dad in America. That's unfortunate. Glancy noted the parallels with Rylance's personality and his recent famous stage role of Rooster Byron in Jerusalem, a place centered on a rebellious anti-hero with a band of misfits in English countryside in a story many view as a humorous ode to concepts of Englishness itself. I felt audiences were more hungry for it this time, he says, compared to last year's run of the show, because the state and corporate control of our lives has become so much stronger. People were desperate for a new place where there was irreverence 
and a little danger. There was a deeper grief in the audience about what kind of nation we have become. So that's interesting, right? So here we have a very smart British actor who said because it became such a religion, the cult of COVID, the cult of vaccine, it made him suspicious because he doesn't like that kind of dogma, right? Religious dogma. And it did become a religion. COVID is a religion. It is. The vaccines, the masking, the all that stuff, the distancing, it all became a religious ritual. And that made him not want to get. I wish he hadn't, but I understand. Wanted to visit his dad in this country, and you couldn't come in here unless you had the vaccine. We don't even know the percentage of people who got the vaccine because they were forced to get it, right? Because they were coerced into getting it. How many people do you think got the vaccine because they really, really wanted it? And even the ones who really, really wanted it got it because they were told it was going to get us back to normal, that those two jabs would equal normality. So they were lied to about that. So regardless if they got it because they thought it would get them back to normal or because they were coerced, it was all based on lies and coercion one way or another, right? I think there's such a small percentage of people who got it really thinking, believing in their heart of hearts that it would end COVID. I think very few people believe that. So, um, which is why you saw people on Twitter pretending that they were getting If We saw a lot of people who were like uh, on Twitter. I think they were just placed there pretending, probably fake accounts, pretending they couldn't wait. I saw that uh, several times. I can't wait to get this. I can't wait. I love it. I can't wait. I want to get my vaccine. I can't wait. I think that was all bullshit. I think that was all propaganda. I think very few people uh, got it for that reason. Uh, what did you say, Daniel? He should have been at Usley Berkeley and someone Substack. Whatever, I'm not talking. Talk amongst yourselves. Talk amongst yourselves. Um, but so there you go, Mark Rylands, right there. <clears throat> um, well, there's a couple of stories I want to talk. about. I think we'll talk about it tomorrow. By the way, tomorrow is show number four hundred. Tomorrow show number four hundred. So if you want to bring cake, if you want to bring champagne. Whatever, you're welcome. But tomorrow will be my 400th podcast. Hard to believe that I've done 400 of these things. I'm insane. Uh, we just had pride, right? And uh, things are changing. I mean, we saw so many. We saw some events at prides around the country where the 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 the, the, the LGB are getting tired of the T. Some of them, not all of them. The LGB are getting tired of the T, ruining everything they've worked for for decades. And a couple of stories I'll get into tomorrow. One is called gender dysphoria is increasingly affecting young people. That's a study, okay? So more and more young people are thinking they're the opposite gender. I wonder why that would be all of a sudden. Is human biology changing all of a sudden? Um, and after 50 years, Canadians encounter an LGBT frontier they don't support liberal, ultra-liberal Canada, more liberal than this country, right? They're now starting to part ways with the LGBT community um, when it comes to certain things, which, you know, has to do with, uh, with gender and uh, what we're doing to young children. Okay, so we'll, we'll talk about those things tomorrow and there's a bunch of other stuff, but... I think we're going to call it a show. Tomorrow will be show number uh, 400. So be sure to to uh, listen in. And I want everyone to remember that.
that this show airs uh, weeknights, normally 11 p.m. Pacific, 2 a.m. Eastern time. Okay, so we'll be here. I'll be here all week. Try the veal. All right. But until our next show, this is Micah Chopley reminding you that your influence counts. Use it.